Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. So I'll give you news and views from a West Texans a biblical point of view. One you're going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, how are you guys doing this wonderful Thursday evening? I'm doing fantastic. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a little chilly, but hey, what do we expect, right? Well, it's March. We expect the crazy wind and the really nice weather, right? Okay, maybe not. Of course, here where I live, springtime means like 90 mile per hour wind, dirt blowing, um, thunderstorms, all that good stuff, which we haven't had rain and I couldn't tell you when. It's been very, very, very dry here. We are living in a drought. I want to open up this uh, podcast today with a uh, with the scripture and so I talked the other night about reading through the book of Esther and so, you know when the Lord tells you something or you feel something in you from the Holy Spirit like the sermon or like you're reading the Bible and something goes ding 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 in your head like huh and so when it happens a couple times it usually means I should probably do that so like you know I could be like I was reading in a book the other day just just a book one of John MacArthur's book and it mentioned the book of Esther and I was like oh and then I was on Facebook or something and the book of Esther came up and then I was reading again um, and I was watching um, Pastor uh, Brett Meter um, on the, I think it was the Wednesday update of there or Thursday or no, it was Wednesday um, for Athy Creek. And I think he mentioned the book of Esther too. And I was like, maybe I should read the book of Esther. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and read the first three chapters of the book of Esther uh, tonight. And then tomorrow I'm going to read for more chapters out of the book of Esther, or maybe more. Anyway, I hope you'll join me. So let's get into the book of Esther. Here is uh, the introduction, and this is out of the King James Version, the New King James Version, and you can find on the Bible Olive Tree. So um, Bible by Olive Tree. I use that software on my computer, and that way I can increase the font, you know, to like one letter per page. No, just kidding. I'm not that bad. Anyway, so it says God's hands of providence and protection on behalf of his people is evident throughout the book of Esther. Though his name does not appear once, Haman's plot uh, brings grave danger to the Jews and is countered by the courage of beautiful Esther and the counsel of her wise cousin Mordecai. Uh, resulting in a great deliverance. The Feast of Purim becomes an annual reminder of God's faithfulness on behalf of his people. Esther's Hebrew name was Hadassah or Myrtle. And you can find that in verse two or chapter two, verse seven. But her Persian name was Esther, uh, was derived from the Persian word for star or stara. The Greek title for this book is Esther and the Latin title is Hester. So there's your little knowledge for the day. So anyway, the king dethrones Queen Vasti. So chapter 1, verse 1 starts this way. Now it came to pass in the days of Ahasuerus. This was the Ahasuerus who reigned over uh, 127 provinces from India all the way to Ethiopia. In those days when King Ahasuerus sat on the throne of his kingdom, which was in Shushan, the citadel that is uh, that in the third year of his reign, he made a feast for all his officials and servants, the powers of Persia and Media, the nobles and the princes of the provinces being before him. When he showed the riches of his glorious kingdom and the splendor of his excellent majesty for many days, 180 days in all. And when these days were completed, the king made a feast lasting seven days for all the people who were present in Shushan, the citadel from great to small in the 
the court of the garden of the king's palace. There were white and blue linen curtains fastened with cords of fine linen and purple on silver rows, on silver rods and marble pillars. And the couches were of gold and silver on a mosaic pavement of alabaster, turquoise and white and black marble. And they served drinks in golden vessels, each vessel being different from the other with royal wine in abundance, according to the generosity of the king. In accordance with the law, the drinking was not compulsory. So for so the king had ordered all the officers of his household that they should do according to each man's pleasure. Queen Vashti also made a feast for the women in the royal palace, which belonged to King Ahasuerus. On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Mohuman, uh, Biz, Biz, Bizda, Harbona, Bicta, Al, Al, Abacatha, I'm telling you folks, I'm sorry, uh, Zethor and Carsus, uh, seven eunuchs who served in the presence of King Ahasuerus to bring Queen Vashti before the king wearing her royal crown in order to show her beauty to the people and to the officials for she was beautiful to behold. But Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command brought by his eunuchs. Therefore, the king was furious and his anger burned within him then the king said to the wise men who understood the times for this was the king's manner toward all who knew new law and justice those closest to him being karshina shethar admatha tarshish mers mersina and mamukin the seven princes of persia and media who had access to the king's presence and who ranked highest in the kingdom what shall we do to queen vashti according to the law or according to law because she did not obey the command of the king um ahasuerus brought to her by the eunuchs and mimikin answered before the king and the princes queen vashti has not only wronged the king but also all the princes and all the people who are in the provinces of king ahasuerus for the queen's behavior will become known to all women so that they will despise their husbands in their eyes when they report king ahasuerus commanded queen vashti to be brought in before him but she did not come this very day the noble ladies of persia and media will say to all the king's officials that they have heard of the behavior of the queen but there will be excessive contempt and wrath if it pleases the king let a royal decree go out from him and let it be recorded in the law of the persians and the medes so that it will not be altered that vashti shall come no more before king ahasuerus and let the king give her royal position to another who is better than she when the king's decree which he will make his proclaimed throughout all his empire for it is great all wives will honor their husbands both great and small in the reply pleased the king and the princes and the king did according to the word of mamukin then he sent letters to all the king's provinces to each province in its own script and to every people in their own language that each man should be master in his own house and speak in the language of his own people chapter 2 esther becomes queen after these things when the wrath of the king ahasuerus subsided he remembered vashti what she had done and what had been decreed against her then the king's servants who attended him said let beautiful young virgins be sought for the king and let the king appoint officers in all the provinces of his kingdom that they may gather all the beautiful young virgins to shushan the citadel into the women's quarters under the custody of Haggai, the king's eunuch custodian of the women and let beauty preparations be given them 
Then let the young woman who pleases the king be queen instead of Vashti. This thing pleased the king, and he did so. In Shusan, the citadel, there was a certain Jew whose name was Mordecai, the son of Jer, the son of Shimi, the son of Kish, a Benjamite. Kish had been carried away from Jerusalem with the captives who had been captured with Jeconiah, king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away. And Mordecai had brought up Hadassah, that is, Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother. The young woman was lovely and beautiful. When her father and mother died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. So it was when the king's command and decree were heard, and when many young women were gathered at Shusen the citadel under the custody of Haggai, the, that Esther also was taken to the king's palace into the care of Haggai, the custodian of the women. Now the young woman pleased him, and she obtained his favor, so he readily gave beauty preparations to her besides her allowance. Then seven choice maidservants were provided for her from the king's palace, and he moved her and her maidservants to the best place in the house of the women. Esther had not revealed her people of or her people or family for mordecai had charged her not to reveal it and every day mordecai paced in front of the court of the women's quarters to learn of esther's welfare and what was happening to her each each young woman's turn came to go into the king of Hasserus after she had completed 12 months preparation according to the regulations for the women for thus were the days of their preparation apportioned six months with oil of myrrh and six months with perfumes and preparations for beautifying women Thus prepared, each young woman went to the king, and she was given whatever she desired to take with her from the women's quarters to the king's palace. In the evening she went, and in the morning she returned to the second house of the women, to the custody of Shazgaz, the king's eunuch who kept the concubines. She would not go in to the king again unless the king delighted in her and called for her by name. Now when the turn came for Esther, the daughter of Abihel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his daughter to go in to the king, she requested nothing but what Haggai, the king's eunuch, the custodian of the women, advised. And Esther obtained favor in the sight of all who saw her. So Esther was taken to King Ahasuerus into his royal palace in the tenth month, which is the month of Tebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. The king loved Esther more than all the other women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins. So he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Ashti. The, then the king made a great feast, the feast of Esther, for all his officials and servants, and he proclaimed a holiday in the provinces and gave gifts according to the generosity of the king. Mordecai discovers a plot. When virgins were gathered together a second time, Mordecai sat with the king's within the king's gate. Now Esther had not revealed her family and her people, just as Mordecai had charged her. For Esther obeyed the command of Mordecai as she, as when she was brought up by him. In those days, while Mordecai sat within the king's gate, two of the king's eunuchs, Big Thin and Teresh, doorkeepers, became furious and sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. So the matter became known to Mordecai, who told Queen Esther, and Esther informed the king and. Mordecai's name. And when an inquiry was made into the matter, it was confirmed, and both were hanged on a gallows, and it was written in the book of the Chronicles in the presence of the king. 
chapter 3, Haman's conspiracy against the Jews. After these things, King Ahasuerus promoted Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, and advanced him and set his seat above all the princes who were with him. And all the king's servants who were, who were within the king's gate bowed and paid homage to Haman, for so the king had commanded concerning him. But Mordecai would not bow or pay homage. Then the king's servants who were within the king's gate said to Mordecai, Why do you transgress the king's command? Now it happened when they spoke to him daily and he would not listen to them, that they told it to Haman to see whether Mordecai's words would stand, for Mordecai had told them that he was a Jew. When Haman saw that Mordecai did not bow or pay homage to him, Haman was filled with wrath, but he disdained to lay hands on Mordecai. Mordecai alone, for they had told him of the people of Mordecai. Instead, Haman sought to destroy all the Jews who were throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus, the people of Mordecai. In the first month, which is the month of Nisan, in the twelfth year of King Ahasuerus, they cast pure, that is, the lot, before Haman to determine the day and the month until it fell on the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar. Then Haman said to King Ahasuerus, There is a certain people scattered and dispersed among the people in all the provinces of your kingdom. In their laws, and their laws are different from all other peoples, and they do not keep the king's laws. Therefore, it is not fitting for the king to let them remain. If it pleases the king, let a decree be written that they be destroyed, and I will pay 10,000 talents of silver into the hands of those who do the work to bring it into the king's treasuries. So the king took his signet ring from his hand and gave it to Haman, the son of Hamathabiah, the Agagat, the enemy of the Jews. And the king said to Haman, The money and the people are given to you to do with them as seems good to you. Then the king's scribes were called on the thirteenth day of the first month, and a decree was written according to all that Haman commanded, to the king's satraps, to the governors who were over each province, to the officials of all people, to every province according to its script, and to every people in their language. In the name of King Ahasuerus it is written and sealed with the king's signet ring and the letters were sent by couriers into all king's provinces to destroy to kill and to annihilate all the jews both young and old little children and women in one day on the 13th day of the 12th month which is the month of adar and to plunder their possessions a copy of the document was to be issued as law in every province being published for all people that they should be ready for that day the couriers went out, hastened by the king's command, and the decree was proclaimed in Shushan the citadel. So the king and Haman sat down to drink, but the city of Shushan was perplexed. Chapter 4, Esther agrees to help the Jews. I hope you'll join me tomorrow when we read chapter 4. But until then, guys, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus. Maranatha.